This is episode 173, how to make a decision and get out of limbo with Cecilia. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first episode we're airing in 2019. I hope you had a beautiful new year. In full transparency, I am recording this in 2018 still when I'm on a bit of a winter holiday. So I'm actually going to be re-airing an episode. This was episode 34, which aired years ago. So probably many of my newer listeners haven't heard it yet. And when I was scanning which episode to replay, I was thinking about, you know, what are questions that I get a lot, both on this show and just out in the world when I'm coaching people. And so often I get questions about how to make a decision. People are struggling, should I do this or should I do this? Or I don't have clarity about something. And especially in the new year where we're setting goals and perhaps we are making decisions about what we want to do in the new year, I thought it would be great to replay an episode where I'm coaching somebody through how to make a decision. Also in the outro, I give you an exercise to do that will help you tap into your intuitive decision-making skills. And since we've aired this, I've actually turned that into a free gift. And in this free gift, I take you through my six-step intuitive decision-making process. So if you'd like that gift from me, all you need to do is text my name, Christine, to the number 444-999. Again, Text Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, to 444-999, and you'll get a couple things from me. You'll get my intuitive decision-making process, and you'll get something else as well. If you're international, then just email jill at christinehassler.com. Say, hey, I heard Christine say, you know, I could get this free gift if I texted this number, but I don't have an American number, and she will hook you up with the link to get the free gift. All right. So today's episode is about making decisions. And I know this is something that a lot of you probably struggle with from time to time. So just think about that for a moment. How are you at making a choice? Do you suffer from what I call cheesecake factory paralysis? Let me tell you what I mean by that. So I imagine that most of you out there have been to the cheesecake factory. So pretend it's your first time and you walk into the cheesecake factory and they hand you a menu. And it actually has a spiral. It's not so much a menu. It's like an encyclopedia of food. And you sit down and you're flipping through the menu and you're like, oh, chicken piccata, that looks good. But you're only on page seven and there are 121, I have counted, options not including cheesecake. So you keep flipping through and there's more options and more options. You get more confused. What are you going to have? So then you start asking everyone else at the table what they're going to have. You know, what are you going to have? What are you going to have? What are you going to have? And you get more confused and then the waiter comes and he's like the authority figure. And so, you know, he's the person that knows better for you than you do, right? And you ask him what you should have and he makes a suggestion. So you're like, all right, all right, I'll have the the Cobb salad. And he takes the menu, walks away, people are talking and you're just not even listening because you're obsessing about what you ordered. Did you order the right thing? Did you make the right choice? And then the food comes and you look at what you ordered and you look at what everybody else has in front of them 
And clearly you made the wrong choice and you want what the other people have. So you get it, right? That's kind of what we do when it comes to decisions. We obsess and we question. And then after we make the decision, we question. And most of the time we're so afraid of making the wrong choice that we just get paralyzed in limbo by indecision. And my message to you, my encouragement to you is just choose. You cannot choose wrong. I want to say that again. You cannot choose wrong. The only way we get feedback from the universe is if we make a choice. You know, we take a step, we get feedback, we take a step. You can't make the wrong choice. So if you're in paralysis by analysis, if you feel like you have too many choices, just choose one. Now you may be wondering, well, what about the big leap of faith kind of decisions? The kind that we really feel like we could make the wrong choice. And we're scared to make, not because there are too many options, but because there's such a high degree of uncertainty involved. That is the exact kind of decision today's caller, Cecilia, is facing. And I can relate. I remember when I wanted to take the leap to leave my career in Hollywood, I was absolutely terrified, petrified. I did not know what I was going to do, but I knew something had to change. I wanted permission to leave. I wanted somebody to tell me that's what I should do. More than that, I wanted a crystal ball so I know this leap of faith would turn out okay. But it turns out there was no permission slip or no crystal ball, just my own longing for something different, and I had to take the leap. And well... You all kind of know how it worked out. Did I go from taking the leap to where I am now? Of course not. It took some time, but I'm glad I did not delay living my dreams, living my longing any longer than I did. Before we dive in, I have a new sponsor to tell you about, and I'm really excited about BioClarity. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin-loving beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. So what healthy eating does for your body... BioClarity does for your face. Their green skincare line offers essential products to help clear up and calm your skin or keep balanced with daily nutrients. So what I love about BioClarity is I can really trust the natural ingredients. I'm conscious about what I put in my body and on my body. So BioClarity is a perfect skincare routine for me. I really love their essentials routine. It was great for me after I spent about eight days in Colorado where it's very dry. It's just a three-step regimen that's packed with gentle nutrients that nourish your natural radiance. It really cleanses, restores, and hydrates. I really, really needed that hydration after spending so much time in a dry climate, and I love it. So here's your call to action. Take your first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. That's B-I-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com. And right now for my listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, like the essentials one I talked about, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free, but you need to enter my code over it, O-V-E-R-I-T at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and use my code over at a checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a routine. So as you listen to this call, consider, is there a decision you're having a hard time making? Are you living in limbo land as you analyze, pontificate, talk about a choice or conundrum you're in? Are you waiting for permission to do something you know in your heart you want to do? Do you collect evidence that supports your dreams or supports your fears? Keep these questions in mind as we listen to my session with Cecilia. Hello, Cecilia. Welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. Thanks for having me. A big fan of the show. 
Happy to have you here. Thanks. Well, within the past year, I feel like I've made big strides in my path towards personal development and spiritual growth. I've been dealing with anxiety and depression for probably since I was a teenager, and I feel like I'm not not depressed anymore, probably pretty satisfied with where the turn of events and where I am in my life, probably some of the happiest uh, times I've had. Mm. But I do have noticed that I do occasionally suffer from bouts of loneliness Mm -hmm. every couple of weeks in the cause of me going out and being social that afterwards I actually end up feeling more lonely. Okay. I sometimes feel like I don't have a group of friends who really shares my interests and values, especially now that I'm getting more into, you know, Mm -hmm. spiritual growth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I don't have a community or a tribe of people to share that with. And The thing is, though, I I have felt that before, and that was when I studied abroad in Brazil. And now I honestly think about moving to Brazil about every day (laughs) of my life since I came back. And my question is, I don't know if that desire to move to Brazil is holding me back from possibly forming a community like that here, Mm -hmm. because I'm always comparing everyone I meet to my friends over there, or should I just kind of take a plunge and is the real problem that I'm just scared to like seem to actually maybe I'm drawn to this place for a reason I need to make moves to actually move there one day and so that's kind of yeah well very great question and I think the answer is both so just just a couple questions for you where do you live now I live in Dallas you live in I grew up in Dallas and how old are you 26 26 okay so if there was no fear And if I told you, if I told you right now, Cecilia, like I'm pretty intuitive and I'm getting the hit that moving to Brazil would be an amazing thing for you. How do you feel when I say that? Uh, I feel like I want to get on a plane right now. (laughs) Right. Well, tell me how you feel. Um, The idea makes me excited. Mm-hmm. And like even smiling while I'm talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Is there a feeling of relief? I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked that because, and we're going to talk this through, but I just wanted to ask that right away. And, and I don't know, only you know what's best for you in terms of mm-hmm. moving. But I, I wanted to see, because a lot of times what happens is we just need someone to give us permission. You know, I can remember when I was going to wanted to quit my fancy job in Hollywood because I was miserable and I called my dad because I needed somebody to tell me it was okay. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dad, I just want to quit my job and like, I hate it. Nah, nah, nah. And, but I work so hard for this. I don't know what to do. And, and I was probably just a year younger than you at the time. And he said something that really irked me at the time, but was like the best dad move ever. He said, honey, I love you, but I can't make this choice for you. You need to decide. And even though it would have been nice to get permission, the person that I needed to get permission from was myself. And here's what I know. Whether moving to Brazil is quote unquote the right choice. It's like, how do we evaluate that? You know, like 
you may move there and see yourself taking a leap of faith and see yourself taking a risk and then get there and realize that you prefer to live in the United States. But just the fact that you did it and what you learned from taking that will be something that impacts the rest of your life because you'll know that you can take a risk and that you can take a leap of faith. You know, we, we just don't know until we decide. So that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, it's hard to build a community or build a life or be happy when we've got one foot in, one foot out anywhere. So your earlier question of, is my fantasizing about Brazil preventing me from forming a community here? Yes, it is. Because you've got, you've already kind of decided that there's not one there. And and I know that there there's a spiritual community in Dallas. I know that there's people into personal growth. I mean, I did a book launch event there and there were tons of people Mm -hmm. there. So I know that there's people there. It seems like you're collecting evidence against it because you really want to move. (laughs) Yeah. So what's stopping you from doing it? I guess it just seems really like the first word that comes up is like ridiculous. Like when I have like no savings, what am I going to do over there? How am I going to, you know, survive? Just kind of logistical things. Okay, so let's. So the best thing to do with what ifs is answer them. Mm -hmm. So, what would you do if you move there? What would you do? Probably try to teach English. I feel like that's the common thing people do over there. Have you looked into that? Yes, a little bit. Okay, I have. Okay, so that answers the first question. What were the other what ifs? Well, I guess just the money to get there. I I don't have. Like I lost my job. I was unemployed for a long time. So mm-hmm. are you working now? <laughs> yes. What are you doing now? Just like admin office work. Okay. Can you imagine getting a part-time job or even a full-time job that would pay you more? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm, I'm trying. That's obviously, well, not obviously, but uh, I don't want to do admin stuff for the rest of my life. And a little bit of like freelance writing and other creative work, but it's also stuff that doesn't take too much. Right. But. <laughs> Do you have any experience in restaurants? Other than my first job, no. Okay. Because what here's what I'm thinking, and I, I kind of want to coach you in one direction and see how you feel, and then we'll back up. Uh-huh. Imagine that. So let me let me set up a scenario for you, and you tell me. Okay. You just close your eyes and kind of keep track of how you're feeling as I'm as I'm saying it. Okay. Because okay. we, we really want to see what your what your body, which is the direct contact to the unconscious, subconscious mind, how it responds, okay? okay? So imagine that you get a job as like a cocktail waitress or hostess or in a, in a bar restaurant where you can make more than an admin assistant because you're making great tips. I can tell that you have a, a great personality and, and could probably connect well with people. So imagine that you set a timeline for yourself of six months. And in the next six months, you're going to budget, you're going to save, you're going to start connecting with people in Brazil that you know, start looking for jobs over there, start looking for a place to live all the while saving, doing some creative work, writing or whatever it is that you're wanting to establish here, but basically setting up a plan and deciding how much money you need to save and and picking a date that you're going to head over there and getting a one-way plane ticket. So what's happening inside of you as I describe that? Um, I guess, to be honest, I, I think I, I'm still just like, maybe I'm just like so fearful. It's just like right. such a scary thought to me. And I, I guess I'm also scared that I'm, 
I feel like I have a tendency to run away from things. Like I've moved a lot Mm -hmm. and I'm just scared. Like, because I've moved so much, I feel like that's why I don't have that like group of friends that I so desire here. Okay. So let me describe, let me describe another situation. So close your eyes again. Okay. Okay. So imagine that you fully commit to living in Dallas for the next two years. Okay. And you start going to personal growth events, be it yoga studios or some kind of spiritual community, or maybe it's a church, meetup type of things, networking events where you're meeting like-minded people and you're forming some friendships, like you're really putting yourself out there and forming friendships with people that have similar values and similar visions. You're doing more in terms of networking and getting yourself a job that is more of a career path and doing informational interviews with people and getting a little more clarity around what what you want to do. And you completely let go of the idea of moving to Brazil. Now, how do you feel? You know, I'm going to sound crazy, but to be honest, I'm like, actually, <laughs> option one sounds better now mm-hmm. that we think about it. Right. <laughs> As I think I'd still, even if I did it, like, I want to, I think a, a big, my, my number one goal right now is to um, stop doing admin work and do that, live off of my creative work, my writing and my designing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my number one goal, but even even beyond, like, moving or whatever, but I think what like with that, if I had that right now, I still would rather be doing that in Brazil than mm-hmm. here. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think your awareness around am I running from something is great. But the question is, have you been running from something your whole life or have you been running towards something your whole life and you just haven't landed where you need to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those other moves, did they feel, did you feel the same kind of intuitive call that you feel towards Brazil? No. Yeah. So the story you tell yourself about yourself is really going to impact this. If you tell yourself, I run and nah, 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 blah, 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 then you're going to judge yourself. You're going to doubt your intuition and it's going to be less likely you're going to move. And if you've got that story about yourself, then getting in flow and really setting up a life there is going to be harder because you've got a story that you're running. So my, my coaching to you isn't Brazil or not Brazil. It's more about getting 100% aligned with one or the other, because you're living in limbo land right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is not a desirable city. And here's the other thing, Cecilia. You're you're 26. You're not married, right? No. You don't have kids? No. You don't have a mortgage? Do you have like aging family members you have to take care of right now? No. Okay. So this is a very specific window of opportunity in your life. I understand it comes with a lot of fear, but what's scarier, stepping into the unknown and taking a leap of faith with some planning? You know, we talked about budgeting and planning and getting a job, you know, all that. I'm not saying just buy a (laughs) one-way ticket tomorrow or being 45 years old and always wondering. I mean, project 20 years from now. 
Yeah, I guess I'd always be wondering what would have happened. Right. We have to trust our longings and our intuition. And whether you're supposed to live in Brazil the rest of your life or not, we don't know. But something is calling you there. Something's calling you there. And part of the personal growth path and part of the spiritual path is listening to the callings that don't always make sense. Now, as responsible adults, we have to set ourselves up in a way where we're not going to, you know, throw ourselves into bankruptcy or tons of debt. However, when we're listening to the call and we're allowing ourselves to be led, the universe does support us, but you've got to be all in. You can't follow a call and then let yourself be filled with doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm filled with doubt in both. Like, I'm I'm already assuming, well, if I moved, I'm probably just going to, like, move and be like, oh, I, my friends were just nice to me because I was temporarily there and I'm feeling lonely again. But it's like, I'll stay. I'll probably just not find as good of friends as I had over there anyway. And then I feel like I'm already assuming that whichever option I take is going to be the wrong one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now that I say that out loud, I realize how like that not helpful that kind of thinking is. Correct. Correct. Very astute. And and the loneliness doesn't have anything to do with what you, where you live. It has mm-hmm. to do with what you tell yourself while you're alone. And loneliness won't necessarily be solved by moving to Brazil. That's about your relationship with yourself and really trusting yourself and how you treat yourself when you're alone with yourself. Yeah. The other reason, again, I'm not attached to whether or not you move to Brazil or not, but I'm just to reveal a little coaching strategy that I'm using with you right now, I'm nudging you towards it and seeing how much you fight me. And honestly, you know, when you listen to this episode, you haven't come up with tons of excuses. You haven't fought really hard against it. There's the fear, there's the doubt, but there hasn't been a lot of resistance. Have you noticed that? I guess now that you mention it. So what does that say to you? That's what I, that's actually what I want to do. And we don't know if it's necessarily moving to Brazil, but there's, there's just a strong part of you that really needs to find your spiritual community and a community and create a place where you feel connected and to write and create and to listen to your intuition. So again, I don't know what's best for you. Only you know what's best Mm -hmm. for you. But I, I know the value of listening to what feels like a longing. What's the worst thing that can happen if you move? Um, I'm not going to like it. I'm going to move back, I guess. Yeah. Is that so terrible? No, now that you put it that way, actually, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. So what's present for you now? What are you feeling or thinking now? I think that, yeah, this is definitely, like I said, I mean, this has been a desire that I've had for, <laughs> you know, since I came back from Brazil. And I, I went to visit last year, actually. 
I had to visit my friends again. I was there for a couple of weeks and I had a great time. And because a lot of the time between the five years I didn't go, I thought maybe it's just nostalgia, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't have that awesome time. But after that trip, I was like, no, it was like, it's just like I remembered it, <laughs> maybe even better. And I think I, the, my biggest obstacle, you said, it's just it's fear mm-hmm. and nothing else. And you're right. I guess I don't have a lot to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're leaving a, an amazing job right now or the love of your no. life or, you know, like this is the Definitely time. Not. <laughs> this is the time. Be responsible, you know, take some steps, be proactive, but allow yourself to listen to your heart's longing and give yourself permission to take a leap. You'll never know unless you leap. <laughs> well, I guess I better start putting in wait for applications. <laughs> yep. Yep. Get yourself, you know, you're, this is going to be a lot, quote unquote, easier and you'll notice flow start to happen if you fully align inside yourself. Like, all right, this is my decision. We can change our mind if we, you know, something happens, but it's like, nope, this is my, this is my decision. I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Keep me posted. All right. How do you feel now? I actually feel kind of silly. Like, why was I so scared? Or why was I so scared? It's not not that scary. (laughs) It's not. You can do it. Just keep giving yourself permission and keep encouraging yourself. And I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you for your courage and I acknowledge you for being willing to uh, take some risks and not do the quote-unquote checklist supposed to should way of life. Takes courage. Thank you. I guess you were right from the beginning. I just needed somebody to tell me it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And now now it's your job to tell yourself that. Okay. Okay. So okay. after we hang up, I want you to write down a list of all the reasons you're making this decision and like like a and a permission slip. Okay. Because it's most important it comes from you. Okay. All right. Will do. So the first thing I want to say is just because you're not in your twenties like Cecilia does not mean you've missed your opportunity. As I've said in previous episodes, it's never too late to go for your dreams. And I recommend you go back and listen to that episode that's called Why Go For Your Dreams No Matter What. So I want to highlight how I coach Cecilia so you can work with yourself or your clients if you're a coach this way. So my coaching strategy really was to get her out of her head and more into her feelings because I could tell she was thinking and thinking and thinking and and talking about it wasn't going to get her anywhere. So I set up two situations. One, I kind of laid out what it was going to be like if she actually moved there. To the best of my ability, I painted a picture and I checked in to see how she felt. And she really just felt a little scared, right? And then I laid out the other option of staying where she was. And all of a sudden, option A of moving looked better. She started to get some clarity. And see, this is the thing. A lot of times we feel fear And we use that as an indicator to not do something. For instance, after I outlined the first scenario, you know, she said she felt scared. She felt scared to do it. She felt fear. And she was using that as a reason not to. But then after I walked her through the second option, all of a sudden the first really looked like what she wanted to do, even though fear was there. Please don't wait to not be scared before you do something. 
Again, fear is not the best indicator that we should not do something. Of course, when we're going to take a leap of faith, there's going to be some fear there. That's natural because we as humans don't like uncertainty. So see if you can move deeper than fear. See if you can actually paint a picture where there is no fear, where you follow the what if statements with something positive, where you actually imagine the best case scenario and then see how you feel about the decision. I also want to reiterate a few things that I said. You know, often it's the logistical things that we haven't figured out in our head that's the block. So for Cecilia, she was overwhelmed with the house. And when I broke it down for her and we talked about the logistical things and how she would do it, she started to become a lot more calm. Another thing I want to say is your what, your intention is so much more important than the how. This is a big thing we talked about last weekend at the Secret Sauce Mastermind Retreat. People always say, well, how do I do this? How do I do this? I've got to figure it out. No, start with your what. Start with your intention. You know, my intention is to start a coaching practice, not how do I start a coaching practice. Get aligned, get both feet in your intention, your choice, and then the house will take care of themselves. You'll get more clarity about that. You heard how divided Cecilia was. She could talk herself into either situation. It's like having your foot in two canoes and expecting to go anywhere. So when you're deciding between two things, you must get in 100% alignment with the choice you're making. So even if you've made a choice about something right now, be honest with yourself. Are you in 100% alignment with it? Or are you still looking for an out? Are you still questioning it? Are you only 99% in it? And there's still a part of you that's like, well, I don't know. Get in 100%, both feet in strong, clear in your intention. The universe cannot meet you and reveal the next steps. You cannot get in flow when you're half-assing it. You know, until we make a decision, limbo is like hell. I said to Cecilia, limbo land is not a desirable city. And anytime you're not hundred percent in, or you're paralyzed by too many options, or you're not making a choice, you're in limbo land. Trust your longings. It's okay to listen to the callings that don't always make logical sense, but you can't follow a call and be filled with doubt at the same time, 100%. All right, so some assignments for you. Just choose. Get out of limbo. And I have a great exercise for you on how to do that. So if you're deciding between two things, get two sheets of paper. Write each choice on a separate sheet of paper. So for Cecilia, she might write on one paper, stay in Dallas. On the other paper, she might write in Brazil. Put them both out in front of you. Stand up. Stand behind them. Close your eyes. Center yourself and really connect your intuition. Ask for guidance. Ask your body to give you feedback. Then step in the first decision. Step on the first paper. Literally step physically on it. See it. Feel it. Embody that decision. Feel it in your body and see what your body does. Does it lean forward toward the decision? Does it back away? Do you feel more anxiety? Do you see and visualize positive things like what happens? Just take notes. What happens to your breath? Then step back, recenter yourself, step both feet on the second decision. Pay attention, feel your body. What does it do? What does your breath do? What do you see? What do you feel? And take note. I guarantee you, you will get some incredible feedback from this exercise. Trust your body, trust your intuition. And then once you make the decision, go all in. Write down all the reasons you made it. Read it every day. 
reinforce your decision to make that choice day after day, even multiple times a day, so that you can get in that 100% alignment and you can get in flow. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to choose. Give yourself permission to take a leap. And finally, if you relate to anything Cecilia said about feeling lonely or feeling disconnected in her city, first go back and listen to the Coach's Corner on loneliness. That will help. And then pay attention to the story you tell yourself about your city, about the people there. So often there are awesome communities and awesome people around you. Collect evidence for the story you want to tell. Put yourself out there. You don't have to be in a city like Los Angeles or New York to connect with like-minded people. There are like-minded people everywhere. Consciousness is spreading thanks to the internet. I have people all over the world listening to this show. So believe they're there. Set a strong intention to meet them. Again, don't worry so much about the how. Get aligned with the what. And before I sign off, just a reminder to all of you that my spring retreat is coming up and it's filling up. It's in March. This one's just for women. Go to christinehassler.com slash spring dash retreat. We're well over halfway full. This is your opportunity to come and meet a group of like-minded women and really be in an intimate setting with me. It's at a beautiful place in San Diego. Email Jill at Christine Hassler if you have any questions. And I'll be back next week with a fresh new live coaching call. If you want to get on the wait list to be coached by me on air, just email assist at christinehassler.com and Sarah will put you on the coaching wait list. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehassler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehassler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.